Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Our Sunday edition of The Green Show, it's Grey Cup uh, Day, and I asked earlier, asked at the beginning of the show, whether, you know, I'm a Tiger Cats fan, right? I was in Hamilton for so many years, and going back uh, next year, so I'll sell the house and go back to... um, to Hamilton. Fortunately, most people are sending me emails saying, welcome home. I haven't seen any state where you are yet. Anyhow, uh, so I was I was talking at the top of the show, of course, it's Grey Cup Day. Ever try to explain to an American what Grey Cup is? Why do you call it Grey Cup? Well, it's Lord Grey. What? That's not Super Bowl. It's Grey Cup. It's like a hundred plus years of history. We didn't just, you know, grab a bowl up from under the dog and give it to some guy who won a football game. Oh, that's not very kind, is it? Anyway, I, I get I just get frustrated with trying to explain what why it's Grey Cup. And then it's like Stanley Cup. Do, do people who don't, in the South who don't follow hockey, although, you know, a lot of cities now have NHL teams in the South, but why is it Stanley? Is it like a tool company? All right, let's talk about something else. So what I did was I I, started, I talked a bit about, uh, you know, Oski Wee Wee, Oski Wawa, Holy Mackinac, Tigers eat them raw. And I asked whether there was a um, Edmonton Eskimos uh, chant because I've chosen to be a, an Eskimos fan, an Eskies fan today. I, you know, I'm Tiger Cats aren't in it, so i got to go with, uh, i got to pick somebody. And I'm not picking the Red Blacks. Because I don't think you should be in the Grey Cup in your second year of existence. Particularly not if you beat the Tiger Cats in the Eastern Final. So, um, uh, quite a few people sent me a link to the Eskimos fight song. So, I'll just play a little bit of this now, and then I'm going to um, tell you a story I want to tell you and take some phone calls. Let's have a little, a little listen to the Edmonton Eskimos fight song. Yeah, there it is, uh, the Eskimos fight song. I said earlier, my good friend Neil Lumsden will be tapping his toes. Neil carried the freight for the uh, Eskimos for quite a few years, won quite a few uh, Grey Cups. Americans are listening. What the hell are they talking about? Why do you call it Grey Cup? Go away. Um, I played golf with Neil a lot <clears throat> with my buddy Ron Foxcroft, and uh, and I'll tell you, Mr. Lumsden can hit the ball a long Long, long way. All right, I wanted to do that, and uh, go Eskies, go, and uh, Red Blacks have done a good job in their second year of existence. So we've talked a lot about some challenging situations, and the world has dealt with and is dealing with challenging situations. November the 13th, the terror attack in Paris. Left us all reeling. It did. It just left us all reeling. And there have been other situations that have developed over the uh, over the weeks and months that particularly in the last the last few months we've we've run into um, uh, situations where they've left us scratching our heads and wondering what is going on 
the uh, maniac in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, um, school shootings. I just think that there people are on edge more, and it's it's just an observation of mine. And my lab to conduct an experiment of watching people, just sort of a social experiment lab, is the grocery store. Because I have a feeling that when people are buying food, they're at their fundamental best and maybe worst, because they're satisfying the the most primal urge of all, and that is to eat. And so you go to the grocery store, and you are to yourself. And I've often said that be yourself is the worst advice you can give some people. Anyhow, so I've, I watch people, and, I, and I've talked to you about a couple of incidents that have happened at grocery stores and run them by you. Sorry, I saw something the other day. And I want to run it by you. And I have a question for you. So I'm at the, I'm at the store, and at the ubiquitous... I'll have to look that up, make sure I'm using it in the right context. Um, 12 items or less checkout. Used to be eight items, now it's 12. There were two women. And one of them seemed to have more. We all look, right? We all do that. We're all at the checkout, and we look over, and if we're not in the 12 items or less aisle, checkout, we look to see, could they have more than 12? Were they cheating? Right? Everybody does that. And if you're in the line and you know that the person in front of you has got 22 items, oh, man, I, I think I'll say something, but you never do. Anyhow, this woman had clearly more than 12 items. And it became <laughs> very apparent to the woman behind her. And so conversation started. It, it was seemed to be okay at first. And then it got kind of pointed. And the fingers were pointing at the items. And the poor cashiers, trying to diffuse the situation, not having any luck at it. I mean, it was getting noisy. So what happened was the manager, I thought this was really an excellent um, job of running a store. The manager comes out, and he, without saying a word, he went over to the uh, checkout aisle, to the uh, cash register, the conveyor belt, and he brought a little cart with him, you know, the shopping cart that you use to... you scoot up and down the aisles and play bumper carts. And he took every item of the woman who was complaining about what the woman in front of her had on the conveyor belt. He took all her items. He put, didn't say a word, put them in the shopping cart and he wheeled the shopping cart one cash over, one cash register over. And he went behind the cash. He hit a couple of buttons, their little passwords and whatever they use to get into the electronic uh, uh, cash register system. And he started to ring up the items. He wasn't saying anything. The, 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 the consumer, the shopper, the woman, has now followed him to the aisle because he's got her groceries, right? And primal, remember. I'm getting the stuff because I'm hungry. I'm going to feed my family or feed myself at the very least. So wherever the food goes, I go. I do the same thing. You take my food, I'm coming with you. So he doesn't say a word. Not a word. And everybody's watching now. And they get to the total, and then they have a brief conversation about, well, how are you going to pay, I guess? And she put the card in the little machine, and he bagged everything. And then he very politely sort of bowed, half bowed, and said au revoir, and she left. And nothing more was said. I thought that that was a really terrific way of diffusing the situation. The other woman had by now also left. I don't know whether they met each other in the parking lot or not. I don't think so, because I got out there fairly shortly afterward. 
But it just seemed to me that here's another example of people being irritable with each other when it's not really necessary. And I told you a couple of weeks ago about the uh, incident with the deer. It's deer hunting season or was. And uh, the deer was strapped to the back of the, over the trunk lid of uh, a small car that was parked immediately in front of the doors of a fast food mall, fast food restaurant mall. And again, there's a woman leaning almost on the, uh, on the uh, trunk where the, with the deer and another woman leaving them all with her kid, her child. And I told you how the, it was one of those typical kid walks where the child really doesn't want to go. It's kind of cool back there, you know, I can have all that sweet stuff. So the kid is not really walking, sort of being half dragged, half walking. You know how they do it. They, they're leaning backwards. They're, they're almost horizontal instead of vertical. And they're looking up at the sky. Meanwhile, mum is yanking them along. Anyway, she was doing that, and then they saw the deer. And then the mum went over and got into a conversation that was getting pretty heated with the, uh, with the other woman. And I thought... You know, this is going to, if it had been two guys, I said it to you that when, when I told you the story, if it had been two guys, they would have let him go. There would have been a fight. Uh, there was no fight, but eventually a man got out of the car and went and collected the woman who was leaning up against the deer, and off they went. And I think the argument was, why are you parking this car right at the front door of the mall, where all the food mall, where all the little kids see the deer on the back of the car? That's Bambi. That's Rudolph. You can't do that. So... It was another example of short-temperedness, of just people being irritable with each other. Um, I've just recently, I mean, I was at a drive-through. Tell you the whole, I'll unload the whole, the whole mess of stories. I was at a Timmy's drive-through, and the person has ordered, and it's taken a long time for the food to get to the window to get to the person in the car. I guess they were busy, and the guy behind it starts honking his horn. What is the guy at the window supposed to do? He's waiting for his order. I think he'd paid. And now he's waiting for his food. And the guy behind him is hitting his horn. Buddy, even if you get to the window, your order's not ready yet. Settle down, relax. I almost expected I was about fourth or fifth in line that everybody would start honking. And if they had, I would have too, just to join the party. Anyway, I have this sense, this observation of mine... But people are getting more grumpy, that they're more short-tempered, that there's less willingness to cut people, other people a little slack. Maybe it's the approaching Christmas season and their busy time of year, and there's additional stress at Christmas time. I don't know, but I am curious. Now, maybe it's just me, and where I am, these things happen. But I don't think so. I suspect there are other people who are right now thinking to themselves, yeah, I saw something, yeah. Green's right. Green's right. I saw that. I saw that. I went home and I told everybody at the, in the house what I saw today. What I saw people doing to each other or shouting at each other or being grumpy with each other or being dismissive of one another. Maybe in the parking lot, in the store, wherever. one 8255 is my number. Um... Are people more grumpy? Have you noticed anything? Have you witnessed any public display of edginess, of growliness, of people being more willing to be um, just unfriendly toward one another? 888 is the number. 
Have you seen something? Have you participated in something? Give me a call. I want to find out. We'll come right back. Larry. <laughs> go ahead, Larry. Hi, Roy. How are you today? Good, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, oh, well, this is my friend, Larry. On. This oh, is my friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm the uh, one that you have been keeping in touch with. That's right. My friend, Larry, who was diagnosed with cancer a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway... Uh, I emailed you uh, and told you that I had an appointment at Sunnybrook. Yes. And, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I went to Sunnybrook. Um, there were, in the uh, oncology uh, department, uh, a separate building, um, it was lined up. There were a lot of people there. And uh, talking about uh, being impatient... Um, I saw two or three people who got quite belligerent um, because of the fact that, well, no, we were here before them, and they were voicing their opinions. Well, there was a, um, an A door and a B door. And there were four doctors in the A door and three doctors in the B door. Uh, and, I, I have and, no Larry, idea. This, what... this is a, this is in the oncology department. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I can't remember the name of the building. The first building that you well, came right. into off of uh, off of Blythewood. Um, but no, they were they were getting quite indignant. Um, like I was here before they. Why are why are they going in before me? Well. I, I just had to sit there and shake my head. Different doctor. Yeah, exactly. These, these people could not understand that. Okay, fine. There's seven doctors. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's but, a it's a very stressful environment, um, as as you know better than than most. Uh, and but people do become short tempered, and in a situation like that, that's when you, you really need to be able to extend some civility and courtesy to other people and. And, and help you each other to, out. You have to control yourself. Like, yeah. come on. Um, there are other people. Uh, maybe maybe they're going in. Maybe they aren't seeing the doctor that you are. That is the realization that I came to. Uh, the uh, uh, time, the waiting times uh, for both for both um, separate areas were posted on the board. Now, my waiting time. Uh, for the doctor that I was going to see, a Dr. Law, uh, was an hour and a half because he was that far behind. Right. Um, I, I was fine with that. Like, people were being called in way before me. Okay, fine. They're going to see another doctor. Yeah, because uh, it, particularly in an oncology department, um, the doctors take sometimes take longer with patients because they need to. And oh, yeah. it's, it's hard oh, for yeah. people who are waiting, but it's just, it's not, it's not, it's not always rapid. It's all, and, and patience is required. Larry, we have a, I only have a minute before I have to take a break. Um, but how, how are you? I'm, I'm good. Uh, my spirits are up, uh, as in my email that, that I told you, they are taking out, uh, uh, most of my pancreas and they are taking out my spleen. I have to go for several vaccinations, and then I'm going to be chock full of antibiotics 
because they're taking out my spleen. Yeah, we've we've talked off the air as well. I've stayed in yeah, touch with no, you. I'm 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 doing good. I I'm my spirits are good. Good. Uh, yay, yay or nay, my spirits are good. That is so important. That is really really so important. And I am going to stay in touch with you. As you know, we'll talk and we'll exchange emails and and. Uh, That's fine. I I I I enjoy uh, hearing from you. It's my pleasure. It's my privilege to talk to you, Larry. You, you take you, you take good you take care, care, and you're absolutely correct. People need to be even, a, particularly in a circumstance like the one you're describing. People need to be more patient and understand that it's sometimes going to take more time. But you take good care, Larry. I'll, I'll be in too. touch with you in the next couple of days. You too. Okay, buddy. All the best. <laughs> 